0: Hey, everybody, it's Doug. And this is Renee. And welcome to our podcast, Doug and Renee, Married Married Life. Life. Thank you. Thank you for that robust round of applause to all our virtual people who out there who are listening to us. We say thank you for listening to another show of Doug and Renee, Married Life. Welcome back to Married Life. Welcome back. Married Life. Married Life. Okay. So, now that we got that out of the way.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I should have saw my wife. I didn't even look at your face. I just knew.
1: Look, just some some weeks I can flow with you, and some weekends I'm like, let's just get it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it.
0: This is me. This is who I am. All right. Well, this is who I am. Let's get to it. I bring it. I'm feeding off the energy. You got to feed off the energy. You got to feed off the energy. All right. So yesterday, not yesterday, last Sunday. Last week's episode. Last week's episode, we was talking about date me. And we still are talking about date me.
1: Not him, because he's mine.
0: And not hers. Not her. (laughs) Because I'm. You're Renee. I'm yours. Yeah, yeah, you're mine. Hello. Yeah, you're mine. (laughs) I thought she was like, who am I? I'm like, you're Renee.
1: Yeah, but. um, You're mine. Okay,
0: there we go. There we go. Okay. But towards the end of the episode, um, you asked an interesting question. And you said, at what point do you show your true colors? (laughs) So that's where we want to pick up from. Mm. And I don't know if you wanted to start. or You want me to start? At what point in dating do you show your true colors? I think it's, uh, it's interesting. I don't think there's a one-size-fits-all answer to that question. So let's unpackage
1: true colors for people who may not understand that terminology. At what point in time, because we have listeners from all over the world, and mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that that makes sense to yes. our listeners. So, the terminology true colors means basically at what point do you show someone who you really are?
0: Take your, off the mask.
1: Your your yeah, take off the mask. Um show them your angry side, your sad side, your hurt side, your little girl side, your little boy side, everything that you have been through, be totally honest upfront and vulnerable with that person? At what point in the dating stage do you actually... Allow someone to see who you really are, because we know when you're dating, oh, okay. you're you're you have all of these. You know, you you put your best face on. You you put your makeup on. You get dressed really nice. You act really nice. If something bothers you, you may not actually tell them or say it. And so you laugh at
0: jokes that aren't funny,
1: the, exactly, and the <laughs> things that. Um, speaking from a couple who's been married going on 35 years in a couple of days, That's um, the things that you act like are cute when you're dating aren't actually cute when you get married. And so at what point in the dating stage do you just be true to yourself and true to them? That's what true colors mean to thine own self be true. And that means be true to whomever be real, Mm-hmm. and or as a modern day vernacular would say keep it 100 <laughs> you know be totally honest and that way you if you are intending on having a long lasting relationship that ends up in a marriage you have not bamboozled tricked <laughs> or deceived the other person into thinking you are someone that you are really not.
0: So I hear what you're saying. And you and I had a conversation earlier today and I said, you've been coming up with some interesting words lately. Okay. And when you said what stage of dating, then then I, I kind of understand where you're going. I, I, I'm starting to understand the frame, the concept because mm-hmm. I thought you meant when you first said, it, I thought you meant like, well, after 15 days, 30 days, two months, but now you're talking stages. So there has to be different stages of dating. And so when you're saying that, what stage do you um, reveal yourself? I'm I'm going to say, I am know we're going to get into the stages, but I think it all comes back to communicating.
1: Absolutely. I think
0: it all comes back to communication and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because I know we're going to get into um, the stages of dating, but I, it definitely comes back to communication because you have to be honest with yourself, honest with whoever you're dating as to why you're dating that person. If you're just dating somebody just to have somebody to go out with, you know, you know, movies, dinner, whatever. But if you're dating somebody with the intent of getting married, that's a conversation you guys need to have. And if you just, like I said, if you just dated somebody to go to the movies, that's a conversation you need to have, too. So you understand where this is headed. And I think a lot of times people get, um, I want to say frustrated, hurt, disappointed when they go into a relationship uh, under one pretense or one guise. And then it kind of shifts somewhere along the line. And then what you thought you wanted now I want something different. But you don't communicate that to whoever you're dating. It's like buying a car
1: and you think your car is in tip top shape, but you actually bought a lemon. Uh oh. Or you know Expound on that you, one. <laughs> so you have you have salespeople who are um, very oh, crafty and think. selling you a car that says, you're going to get this kind of gas mileage uh, okay. and the car runs smooth and it's never been in an accident and they're just giving you this spill. No need to right? inspect it. No need nope. to have a
0: mechanic look at it.
1: What? Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay. it's already went through whatever they call their 15 point check, whatever, whatever, <laughs> you know, all the fluids have been topped off. You're going to get good gas mileage.
0: They you clean drive it up real, looking real good. They
1: make it look good on the oh, outside. Okay. I got you. And then they make it smell good on the inside. And you drive it. And within a week, you're like, why is this thing guzzling gas? Why is my uh, check engine light coming on? It wasn't coming on at the dealership. Why is this happening? And why is that happening? Because you were bamboozled. Mm. And so I think it, so it is in relationships where people put on a pretty face and a pretty attitude during the dating stages. And then when they get married, the mask comes off and they let their true colors, they let who they really are step forward. And um, a, and here's my take. Hmm. Will the real you please step forward? What do you mean? I'm pausing for a fact. Okay. So what I mean is be who you are. If you go out on a date with someone and something makes you upset, be upset. If you go out with a, on a date with someone and you went to a restaurant and you didn't like the food because it was too spicy, don't wait till you get home and have a jacked up stomach trying to be all cute for the person When you know you don't like spicy food or spicy food doesn't agree with you. I think a lot of times people are people pleasers Mm. when they're dating. Like, oh, yes, I would love that. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I love that. Oh, that color you have on. That's my favorite color. Knowing darn well you don't like orange. Stop playing. So I'm just saying, be honest. I'm just saying. And be real. And you don't have to be rude. You don't have to be belligerent if you're upset about something. But if you don't agree with something, say you don't agree with it. Don't agree with everything the person says just to please them. Ah, uh, yeah. You and that. And no, I was just going to probably repeat myself
0: what, what were you were about to say. When you said bamboozled, you know what I was thinking? You had the wool pulled over their eyes? Let astray. Let it Plymouth Rock didn't land on us. You, we didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed, landed on, on us. us. Oh, okay. oh, Denzel Washington. In um, a movie. What movie was that? Malcolm X. Malcolm X, yeah, yes. That's what I was thinking. Bamboos with lettuce stray. Okay, anyway, that was, that's a sidebar. So, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, four da- the four stages of dating. So, we,
1: we want to give you the stages of dating that we found on the web. This is not the stages per Doug and Renee. No, it's not. This is what the world wide web would have you believe are the four stages of dating. Stage one, I would agree, initial meeting and attraction. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time you'll meet someone, whether it's at work or a family gathering, a party, a park, the grocery store, the gas station, you name it. You meet someone and normally, and we talked about this last week, You they're physically appealing to you mm-hmm. because you really don't know the person, but you're looking at the outward appearance and you're drawn to that person. In um, some instances, you may be in a class with someone and you're drawn to their intellect. Mm-hmm. You may you know hear them speak or do a speech or um, do an assignment and that and something about that is attractive to you.
0: I know from our time in doing pre pre-mar- premarital coaching, counseling and just talking to various couples where you meet people, how God sets it up, you can meet people anywhere. And I don't, I know we've talked to people who they're married now, but they may not have met in the best place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to clean it up, but where they met their spouse, um it might have been doing something shady that mm-hmm. they were doing, mm-hmm. and that's how they met their spouse. And but now that they, they saved, gave the, gave their lives to the Lord, they've been married, love each other. And so the initial meeting and attraction that could be anywhere um God can put you together anywhere but I I do believe that you have to be careful especially those who call themselves Christians believers there I believe there are certain places you probably should not go uh, things you should not be doing because if you go to certain types of places you're going to meet certain types of people Mm -hmm. that's just a fact of life And again, I'm not your pastor. We're not your pastors. But the fact that if if you're going to the club every Friday and Saturday, then you're going to meet other club people. So the odds of you meeting somebody who says they're a Christian, blood-bought believer are going to be slim to none, you'll probably meet somebody like you who's kind of in and out. You know, I go to church on Sunday, but Friday, Saturday, I'm doing the club thing. So you'll probably meet somebody like that because that's where you are that's who you're attracting i mean that's 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 just me that's just doug mm-hmm. i know it's not in the bible but i'm just telling you from all the conversations i've had
1: okay stage number two.
0: oh, oh. so the initial meeting attraction oh no no i'm sorry i'm sorry stage two okay go ahead you
1: had something you wanted to No, add because to stage I think one. if
0: I was going to say what I would, what for stage two, I, never mind. Go ahead, dear. All right, you'd run them off. Okay, not you, but you just got to be careful. You go ahead and run stage two curiosity, interest, and infatuation,
1: which I think ties into number one mm-hmm. because when you're attracted to someone, that is what piques your curiosity, mm-hmm. like you know. It it could be curiosity or like, wow, she's so smart. You know, I'd love to have a conversation with her, um, or him. Yes. Um, because you met in a class setting, or you you met at college, or you met um, taking a a course online or something. You just like, oh wow, they have a very uh, great insight. I'm curious about their mind. Mm-hmm. Um, or you're curious, uh, and I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. Some of it, because it's a physical attraction, you maybe, might be like, hmm, I wonder what they're like in bed. I wonder what they look like with that shirt off. Mm. I'm just, mm. that's that's a stage, right? That's you're curious. Stage. You're like, hmm, hmm, I'm interested in this person. It could be a physical interest. It could be an emotional interest. Um, and then a word that I mentioned last week, um, infatuation.
0: Infatuation. There goes that word again.
1: Yeah, infatuation. Do you got anything to add before we go to stage three?
0: I just think um, you have to be careful during a curiosity during stage two because this is where I think you should pump the brakes and do an assessment and talk to people who are in your circle because I come back to guarding your heart. And if you're not careful, you'll go to these next stages uh, that we're about to discuss with somebody who you shouldn't necessarily go to. So uh, at stage two, I would say, you know, it's curiosity, interest, infatuation that if you have somebody, a, a, brother in Christ, sister in Christ, that you can bounce things off of or a group of people who you, um, I don't want to use the word admire. That's the wrong word. Um, who you value their opinion and Mm -hmm. you let them know, Hey, I'm, I'm dating this person, that person, and you get feedback from them. Then, you know, just, I think this is the stage where you just have to be careful. This is, you know, Like, okay, well, I'm at stage two. I just need to slow down.
1: Okay. And then remember, these are uh, according to the web.
0: According to the web.
1: Um, Stage three, they suggest is enlightenment and becoming a couple. So I guess after the curiosity, interest, and infatuation stage, you now are enlightened by this person and you decide you want to become a couple or what? what is it they say now? Exclusive? Is that, a, is that the terminology they use where me, it's, just, it's just you and me <laughs> dating and we're not seeing anybody <laughs> yeah, else? Exclusive.
0: Yeah. And I, I think, again, this, this is where the communication comes in. Because if, if you're just the initial meeting, stage one, stage two, curiosity, if you're just going on dates – if this is where we need to have a conversation about where we're going, you know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, if this is going to be just us, you know, going out on the weekend. We're just I'm, hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> if we're just hanging out, then I'm cool with it. But if I... Well, hang, maybe they're not cool with it. No, that's that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If I, If we've been hanging out for, let's just say, seven, eight months now, and, you know, just me and you let's say we, we are single, we just hanging out after seven, eight months. Now you start thinking, hmm, I wonder if, you know, I wonder if we're going to get married. I wonder mm-hmm. if this is turning into that. Excuse me. And this is why I said at each stage where you think or you feel that your relationship is changing, you need to have a conversation. You need to communicate with this person. Say, hey, you know, I'm having feelings, I'm developing feelings. I'm thinking of, you know, are we getting married? Are we going, you know, whatever the next step is other than, you know, not necessarily moving in together. I'm def- we're definitely not advocating that. So, because we know people did that didn't work out cuz you're going against what God said. So, th- you have to have that conversation. It is so uh I was trying to say important in Spanish. I don't know why, but. Importante. Yeah, there you go. Somebody who's listening to us is speak Spanish. They need to hear that in Spanish. So you just have to have those conversations. And it's going to be uncomfortable. But even when you get married, you have to have uncomfortable conversations. So you might as well start now. right. So um,
1: I'm going a, I'm to a say stage four and jump right into some suggestions that we have. So if you do that, then the stage four suggests that um, then now there's a commitment um, or engagement. You may decide to become engaged. So um, I wanted to jump right into um, some notes jotted down for some suggested stages, if you will, of dating and because my husband eloquently already started talking about communication. So I wanted to jump there. So it's going to come back um, to communicate. So the first thing um, I jotted down is getting to know one another. Um, and part of getting to know someone is having ongoing communication with them and remembering communication as a two way street. It's not just, um I talk to them all the time but do you listen to them? Mm-hmm. Do you listen to when they said, you know, when I was a child XYZ happened to me or I don't like movies like that because you know some they, there are hidden messages in what people say and you got to pay and r- and what they don't say. And what they don't say, and that's what I mean. So when you when they say something, sometimes there's more to it mm-hmm. than just the, the the sentence or the words that they put together. And you have to really listen to what they're saying and listen to what they're not saying. Because some people may be very passive about what they're saying, and you may have to ask them to expound on that for me. What do you mean when you say, because part of communication is... Um, there's an exercise called mirroring so that you know that your 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 fiance the person you're dating the person your husband your wife the person that you're having a conversation with you want to make sure they understand you and you understand them and so a lot of times they'll say something you say so are you saying that when we go out you would like for me to hold your hand or are you saying when we go out you're not a physical touch person so don't get so huggy with me. You know, you need to make sure you clearly understand what the person is saying by mirroring what they said and that's that's employing good listening skills. You don't want to just assume you understand what the person is saying. So getting to know
0: someone is going to take communication. And when you talked about person talking about their childhood, you know, the way my mind thinks, well, the person who doesn't talk about their childhood, you know,
1: mm-hmm. they, never, like they, they never they never they mm-hmm.
0: never talk about their childhood. It's like they just woke up one day and they're twenty six years old. Like, no, I mm-hmm. need to know where where were you born and not necessarily what hospital, but you know, how <laughs> were you raised and, you know, I need mm-hmm. these are things you should know, especially if you're getting to the, the commitment and engagement stage, you need to know what you're marrying, who you're marrying. Cause yeah. there's a whole lot. Once you say I do, there's a whole lot that comes behind that.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and also part of getting to know one another is observing each other in different situations. Don't always go out to dinner, go different places, go to church together Uh, go to the amusement park together, go to the library together, go to a concert together, go to different places so you can observe that person in different settings, in Mm -hmm. different situations. How are they when they get angry? Do they ever get angry? Are they impatient? When they drive, do you find that they are not very patient when they drive or they're not impatient when you guys go somewhere and get in line together? How do they act around other people, other men, other women? How do they treat others? How do they treat their mama? How do they treat their daddy? How do they treat their brothers, their sisters, their their ex? Let's just say you're dating someone who just came out of a bad relationship. Or someone who's actually divorced, mm-hmm. do they bad mouth their other their their previous spouse or relationship? These are things that you need to actually be taking note of. That's part of getting to know someone, seeing them for who they really are: the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the cute, and the not so cute too.
0: And when you talked about how do they treat others, I thought, well, what's their relationship? If they have children with someone else, how's their relationship with their other children? You know, their children they may have with somebody else. And how's their, I don't want to say necessarily say baby mama or baby daddy, but -hmm. how's their relationship with that person? These are things that you um, have to have to know. And when you also, when you were talking about different situations, being in different environments, observing a person in different situations, you know, what a, does that person, can you take that person into or take them to a place they don't want to be? You know, what I'm saying like if you like going to museums, if you like going to art galleries and things like that, will they go with you? And if they do go, how are they? You know, what's their behavior when they are in that type of place mm-hmm. and space? These are things you you have to know. And I, I come back to having your core group of people around you who you can bounce things off of, because although I appreciate you all listening to this podcast, God knows we appreciate you listening to it. When it comes to um, this topic, there needs to be some local help <laughs> Because we can give you guidance and suggestions, but there needs to be, I can't think of the proper I know word. you need a support
1: system. There you go, mm-hmm. support system. You need somebody that's going to, you know, someone you can go to, someone that can undergird you, someone who's going to give you good, sound, godly advice. Mm-hmm. Um, And I was thinking when you were saying about you know, how do they act when they go with you, say, to an art museum? Or let's just say you love going to an art museum and they never want to go. They never want to do anything that you want to do. Mm. They only want to do what they want to do. That's, that's a red flag. Definitely. Um, that's part of getting to know the person. And then you start to realize, you know, opposites do attract the reality of it is you're not going to like the same things but then you get to find out if this person is selfish or selfless are they going to come and do some of the things i like to do just because they want to please me and yeah. and it's okay to say that just because you like to do it. say you know yeah. what you know what i'll go with you to to um to the golf range but I don't but I don't like golf. I'm just letting you know, but I want to do it because you enjoy it. I want to partake in something you enjoy. That's part of communicating and being honest. And, you know, it's also being selfless. You know, now not saying that you should do it all the time, but you know, there's there's gonna be that give and take because if this relationship is going to grow and build and go into a marriage ministry and a marriage union, you have, to, you have to establish these things when you're dating. You have to make sure that you're clear because that, that way you are not deceiving the person when you get married. You get married and now you say, I never liked golf. And then the person's <laughs> like, well, you was going with me all the time and you never told me that you didn't like golf. Yeah, but I really didn't want to go. That's not right. It, it, it's not fair. Marriage is hard enough without going into it with lies, and that's just a small one. There could be bigger lies that that you yep. covered up and that you didn't communicate with the person. And then now, when you get married, now you're having to deal with all of this baggage that now that you're you're unloading. Mm-hmm.
0: Because when you do, when you marry that person, if you so desire and design to get married. You're marrying everything about that person. And if they have children, um, the ex, the all of that stuff comes with it. And you have to understand, are you ready to be a stepdad? Are you ready to be a stepmom? You know, this is all part of it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm sorry, uh, that this is all part of it. So you have to make sure. I have a sneeze that won't come. You have to make sure that, you know, this is that's why I said around stage two, when we talked about curiosity, interest, infatuation, stage three, you, you need to have a conversation of, about what are we going? What are we doing? You know, where where's this going? Right. And not just leave it up to chance and think that the person who you're who you've known for five or six months or a year and a half. They know your thoughts and they know what you're thinking. That's not true. We could tell you right now, we've been married 35 years. We've known each other for 38 or so. I don't always know what Renee's thinking. And I never, and she doesn't know what I'm thinking all the time. So if you've only been knowing this person for a year and a half, two years, they're not going to know what you're thinking. Right. Right. So just
1: to and I was going to say I do I respect people who when they meet someone and the person says, "Hey, you know, you want to go out on a date." And let's just say it's a female. A Female says, "Hey, I don't mind going out with you, but I'm looking for a long-term relationship. Mm-hmm. Don't waste my time." Don't waste my time. You know, I'm I want to get married. I'm looking for someone who I can, you know, and if the person says, "Hey, you know i you're cool people, I just want to hang out with you. I respect that too, so you just need to be honest if you don't don't try to trick somebody I'm gonna make him fall in love with me I'm gonna make her fall in love with me. no that's, you, that's witchcraft you <laughs> you setting yourself up um for hurt boo don't do it um so I know next week we we normally oh no, we have two more weeks, don't we I.
0: Don't this, know. We, I'm sure not at we sure do.
1: We sure do. So I don't know if you want to stop here or if you want to run through the rest of these, or we could pick up where we left it's off.
0: Podcast, dear, we can do whatever we want.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking next week was the last was the last week, uh-uh. and that we were that we were going to wrap up in. So prayer. let's just stop it here. All right. So stretch it out. We we gonna we gonna leave you this week with that. Uh, just remember even if you're married or if you're single. It seems like we've been really talking a lot to singles Mm -hmm. um, the last couple of weeks. But whether you're married or whether you're single, always show your true colors. Um, Keep it real and keep it 100 and keep it raw. (laughs) (laughs) God bless. Thank you for listening to our podcast.